Hello, Misfits. Welcome back to another week of the podcast. My name is Georgie, and I will be your host. Before we get started, I just want to take a deep breath with y'all and bring you into the present moment. So if you're not driving, I invite you to close your eyes. If you are driving, no problem. We're just going to take two deep breaths and reset together for whatever it is that you're coming from. Like I said, if you're driving, a lot of people listen on the treadmill or while they're doing dishes or whatever it is, we're just going to take a couple deep breaths and ground ourselves. Ready? Here we go. Breathe it in. Hold for a second and exhale. And we're going to do one more together. Ready? Breathe it in. And exhale. You feel better, don't you? I just have noticed how much stepping into each present moment during my day has helped me. And it's something totally free and just a decision that you get to make of, okay, before you go into the house when you pull into the driveway, uh, before you get on a Zoom call, before you walk into work, before you go to get your kids up in the morning it's just a second to check in take a deep breath and really get present to where you are it's been helping me with staying in the present moment and not letting my head run wild because we're going to talk a lot about that today actually however I just think the little tiny pockets of intentionality throughout the day has really, really helped me. So I felt called to do that today. Hopefully that is helpful. So topic today, jumping straight into it. Don't have a little pre-talk to let y'all know what's going on. Um, As always, and I don't like just saying the same things all the time, but I have been traveling a lot the last few weeks, just got home from LA and really excited to be with you alone so I can get some thoughts out and record. So sometimes I like to share things I've been through and already have like clear thought out things. Sometimes I talk to you about what's currently going on. Sometimes it's just like these are theories I have, whatever it is. And this one is kind of a little mix of all of it. Today we're going to talk about the voice in your head. And this is something I've been working on and just in discovery about for quite a while and it's getting deeper and I feel like I'm having some breakthroughs in myself and my own life and my thoughts about it so I'm just gonna kind of share my thoughts about it in hopes that something in here is helpful for you in your daily life because the whole theme of my podcast is personal growth and moving forward in your life and whether that's achieving things or making your relationships better or just working on yourself is is my biggest passion so I think that this really can wrap around all of that and no matter who is listening or what stage of their life they're in we can all talk about this voice because we all have one and there's a lot of different things that it is made up of and I'll probably talk about that in another episode. I'm I'm really deep into taking a look at and studying ego right now. And it's it's just blowing my mind. But on a 
a smaller scale, we're going to talk about this voice in our head today and things that I've noticed and things that I've done to kind of help with the the thoughts or the internal monologue that a lot of the times doesn't serve us and keeps us in fear and keeps us from doing things and keeps us feeling in a lower place about ourselves. a lot of those things. So the first thing I kind of want to go into about this voice is one, just the awareness that you have one and noticing the fact, can you hear yourself? Like you hear yourself if you actually take a second and pay attention and after this conversation, maybe your awareness level will be brought up, brought higher about it. But there's a constant string of thoughts and things that you're thinking. And the first thing that I want to share with you is those are thoughts. And we're going to separate just, just as an experiment for the rest of this podcast. We're going to separate that voice and those thoughts from you. Because... I read a book that was talking about if if you can hear all those thoughts, you can hear all those things inside your head, all the worries, fears, questions, curiosity, whatever it is, then if you're hearing them, that's not actually you. And that gave me such a sigh of relief and made me feel so empowered to know that maybe all the negative things or lack-minded things or stresses or worries or fears or whatever that I was thinking are not actually me and they are just a string of thoughts so I googled this for you guys a few minutes ago your brain has around on average 70,000 thoughts a day and the empowering belief that I'm choosing to take on is those are thoughts that have nothing to do with me. They are just thoughts that my brain is having. So when you can separate yourself from the thoughts and the voice, I feel like you gain, I have gained so much power because sometimes our thoughts are really disempowering and they can tell us crazy things and they can tell us we can't do things and they can cause all kinds of anxiety so just for the sake of questioning and like kind of introspecting with yourself what does your voice inside of your head I mean say like just think about some of the things that you you are hearing all the time and some of us go to fears like what's going to happen to me what's going to happen to my child what's going to happen to you're worried about things all the time sometimes our internal monologue is very anxiety ridden sometimes honestly it's just full of self-hatred saying you know I'm fat I'm ugly you're this you're that Um, sometimes it's full of curiosity just questioning and then possibly that leads to fear because it's like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen with this? What's going to happen with that? How am I going to pay my bills? What is, what is your internal monologue on repeat? And what are the, some of the things that are just constantly going through your head all the time? And you'll probably be able to spot and see some patterns in your life that are being controlled. You're allowing to be controlled by these thoughts that you're having. And this is why I'm excited about the conversation because these are things that you can change. And these are things that I've looked at and I've changed and I work to continue to change because 
I think at one point I thought that I just was those things. Like I thought I was someone who constantly was in worry. I thought I was scared of doing anything. I thought I was ugly. I thought I was fat. I thought, and the thing is, like I've said a few times now, I am not those things. Those are thoughts that I continue to have. Those are thoughts that the voice inside of my head is telling me all day long. And like I said, I'll probably another episode go into all of the where all of these come from. But a lot of it is programming that we've had. A lot of it is ego. A lot of it is maybe something someone said to you. Like someone actually did tell you were ugly. Someone actually did just instill fear in you. Maybe you had a grandparent that meant well but literally just made you so afraid of the world so afraid to try so afraid of new experiences this is going to resonate however it resonates but regardless there's a constant voice inside of your head and we get to be in charge of this voice and I have an example to share with you that came through really clear to me and it's kind of hard for me to share but I think that it will get the point across and I'm always I'm literally an open book it's just kind of what it is so just think about an example of a child that has no rules or boundaries and just turns into like an unruly child okay and this isn't my example exactly but just to be dramatic for a second A child that has no rules, can do whatever they want, destroys the house, talks to you however they want, eats whatever they want, gets to do whatever it is that they want all day long, and just imagine the stress as a parent of letting that happen year after year after year until you have an unruly teenager that is just absolutely running your life and disrespectful and just crazy town and you have no idea how to handle it right now I know every single child is different every parent is different and sometimes no matter what you do some children have like behavioral issues there are obviously outliers but on the most dramatic spectrum that you could possibly imagine like just just fruit loops being thrown everywhere yelling at you telling you you're stupid whatever The whole point of that (laughs) analogy is to bring to awareness that without boundaries and rules and constraints put on your mind, we allow this voice in our head to become that unruly child. And I'm going to talk about some of the boundaries and the rules and the reprogramming and all of those things, but if you've just allowed, which I allowed for literally almost my whole life, your mind to think all of these things and tell you all of these things and tell you for years that you're unworthy and tell you for years that you're ugly and tell you for years that you can't do that, you have an unruly teenager that you get to tame now. That's probably going to turn into a wild convict that's going to cause all kinds of harm in the world, right? That's, that's the analogy, our thoughts are starting when we're young and they if they just have been able to run free forever, we're now dealing with the monster. 
So what gave me power in that is, and what I want to give you power in is, I run this house. I'm the adult here. And you run your house. And by house, I mean your mind. By house, I mean your body, your actions, your thoughts. And literally say that to yourself. I started saying this to myself. Listen, I run this house. And you can feel like you're crazy or whatever, but this is just a conversation between me and you. And this is the conversation you're going to have. So now that you have the awareness of these thoughts going crazy and these thoughts going wild, and I know I went off on a little tangent. I'll get back to my personal example in a second, okay? Now that you have the awareness of all of these thoughts going crazy, you have also now have the awareness to snap and be like, hey, I run this house. We're not doing this. So when you start spiraling about all the reasons that you're so ugly and you can't do it and whatever, hey, I run this house. We're not doing this. And we're going to set up boundaries and rules in our thoughts that aren't going to allow certain things to continue any longer. And I use the example of I'm ugly or I'm fat because that is a very widespread example that especially women repeat in their head over and over and over again. And the voice is just mean. That voice inside your head gets real mean. And it's an it's an example that most people can relate to in some way, whether you're like talking about how you hate your nose or whatever it is, insert whatever that internal monologue just will not quit beating you up about. We're just gonna here's some things that have helped. Okay, so the imagine this voice in your head. You could literally name it if you want. Like, you know how everyone hated on Pam for a while, or what's it called? Is it is it Pam? Oh, shoot. What is the the girl's name that everyone used? Is it Pam? I think so. Anyways, I can't remember, but we're going to call it Pam. I know Rachel Hollis always calls her Pam. What is it? Oh, my God. I just had to pause that to come back. Karen. Karen is what everyone calls it. Okay, so if you're a Pam or a Karen, whatever. I love Rachel Hollis, and I loved her books, and she always called it Pam. So let's just call her Pam or Karen or whatever you want to call her. If there's somebody that you just like never liked when you were a kid and you want to name your inner voice that voice, that name, whatever it is that you would like to do. But you could even name it if you want. And it helps completely separate the fact that it's not you saying those things to you. And it's just an internal monologue that has been strengthened over time because you've allowed it to run completely free and cause all this chaos chaos and havoc. So I hope I'm not losing you. I hope this is making sense, but this just really has helped me, okay? So creating boundaries and rules around your thoughts and and what you're going to continue to think. This is another reason that the affirmations and those things are so powerful because you are literally teaching yourself what you do want to think, and this is how you're creating boundaries. Because if you're writing down and doing affirmations of what you do want your internal monologue to start telling you, it is like any other practice of any other thing. My son is in speech and has been for years. And this morning, the teachers gave him five words. And and they're just certain words that he's struggling with, like refrigerator and February. So we were doing them over and over again. And it's like the first time he says them... 
it's completely off. And then the 10th time he's completely flowing and saying it naturally. That's what practice does. And that's an example of what the affirmations do because right now the voice inside of your head is mean. And the voice inside of your head is telling you all the reasons why you can't and all the scary things and all the anxiety and all the fear and all the reasons that you're so ugly. However, you get a choice to start teaching the voice a new way. So for one, it's remember, I run this house, okay? I run this house. We are not thinking these things because they're not serving us. And this is where you get to put this little toddler in time out because you run this house, okay? And and stepping into that energy is the first step of being empowered. And then all the affirmations can support in the redirection of those thoughts. And it's all just an awareness conversation. So I'm, I'm hoping just by listening this, to this episode, you can start noticing when that voice is starting to talk and separating, hey, I'm the person hearing this. I'm not the person saying this. This is programming. This is my ego. This is whatever. But I run this house. I decide what thoughts we're going to have here. And here's more empowering thoughts. So a couple other practices you can do is if you are, you want to take 20, 30 minutes and journal. Journal all the thoughts that you have all the time that you don't want anymore. Journal all the things you hear when you look in the mirror. Journal all the things you hear when you go to the gym. Journal all the things you hear when you're at your job and you're afraid to speak up and journal all the things that come up for you when you think about how you're not a good mom and you're not a good wife and you're not a good whatever. Get them out on paper so that you can see how false it is because the better that you are internally, the better every friendship, relationship, any kind of thing in your life is going to be because it's the visual of you filling yourself up so much that you're overflowing with love and friendship and happiness. That way, when you do get outside validation and someone does tell you those things, you already believe it and you're not walking around with your hands out waiting to receive it from others. And it's it's hard work. It really is. But this this is like going in at the root because I've talked at... I've talked about affirmations, I've done affirmations for years, all of these things, but this is really like the visual of digging into the ground and getting something at the root cause. Because this voice, this little Pam or Karen or whatever you want to call her, has the ability to empower you to achieve every dream and be the happiest you've ever been or disempower you to live a life full of regret and sadness and be the most miserable you've ever been. And all it is is a couple practices to completely control the voice and decide that you are going to run this house. I don't know how many times like play a drinking game in this episode every time I say we run this house because I know I've already said it 20 times, but that's that's the example. So I digress back to my personal example which is on a much smaller scale, but it, it was one of the things that I believe had to happen for me to to really snap into this for myself. Because sometimes the reason that we allow the voice to take over 
and become an unruly child is out of guilt and issues within our self-worth. And let me explain that. So sometimes if your inner voice is telling you that you are a bad mom and you are, I don't know, insert something, but you've actually done something that created guilt to where you actually believe that, and now you're just creating a story to keep reinforcing it. Um, sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. The things that you've done in your life that possibly create guilt can be feeding the voice to continue beating you up. Because in your head, you're basically validating that the voice can beat you up because of something you've done. And the way that I can describe it is for a while, there was a season where I kind of let my son get away with whatever he wanted. And I kind of gave him whatever he wanted. And that's not my parenting style. I, I, I have always kind of been a strict, like, I want my son to be a good, respectful human and like we all do. We all do our best. However, I, I wanted boundaries and I was really good about that. And there was a season where I just kind of let him do whatever he wanted and he didn't really have a lot of rules and if he wanted something, I got it for him and if he talked back I didn't really do anything about it and it started getting to a point where I'm like wow this child is getting real mouthy and I it's it started the progression of it's like if you give a if you give a child like an inch they'll take a mile like they will test their boundaries especially from birth to five years old my son is five it's like if I allow him to do it every once, he's going to push it, push it, push it, push it to the point where he's talking back to me now. And the whole analogy is basically I got to a point where my four-year-old was running this house, <laughs> okay? And I was talking about it with a friend, and we were actually talking about this whole topic. She's into all the stuff that I'm into. And I was just like he's talking back, he's talking back, and she's like, well, are you open for me sharing with you my perspective as an outside? Because sometimes we need that because we're so caught up in our own stuff that we can't see. And she's like, well, children need boundaries. So if you're allowing, like I heard the way he just talked to you on the phone, you can't allow that because it's going to continue and continue and continue to the point where he is like running this house and I had already been working on this whole thought process that I'm sharing with y'all about my thoughts and my mind and and setting boundaries and controlling and it's like wow this really really gave me the whole analogy of that it's like the way that even though it was on a small scale my son being like, no, you do it with his little attitude and mouth and me not stopping it, setting the boundary and changing the behavior. I was allowing the same things with my thoughts to where it's like, because out be, the whole point was because out of guilt, because I felt guilty for the fact that my son 
had to go through his parents getting divorced. I felt guilty for a while about that he had to move into two different houses and he had to go through the things that I had to go through as a child. I was feeling guilt for that, which I now understand is nothing that I should feel guilt for. And he has a beautiful life and he just got a new baby sister at his dad's and he is living the exact life that he is meant to live. And I should feel no guilt for choosing what was best his dad and I choosing what was best for all of us in the situation. And once I got out of that feeling guilt, I kind of snapped back into, I need to be a parent and I need to do what's best for him. And I need to set boundaries and stick to them because children, the way that our thoughts need boundaries and guidelines so that they don't become unruly chaotic (laughs) kids that turn into unruly disrespectful chaotic adults and loving somebody to be in true love as a parent is to set boundaries and create an environment of structure and rules that allow him to be a better human of society and truly loving yourself is this in the same way is setting those boundaries and guidelines and rules with the thoughts that you are allowing to run free like a child with no rules in your head they get to have boundaries they get to have rules so that you can be the best version of yourself because we You probably are like me, I'm sure, have allowed the craziest things to come through your head about yourself or about your life, about what you do or do not deserve. And they have kept you in a spot that you don't want to be in for too long. And I am just discovering every day the power that I have in my own mind And I'm just inviting you to that conversation. I shared on my Instagram this morning uh, a YouTube video from Abraham Hicks. And it's just listening to things like that and her saying, you know, change the conversation. I am deserving of great things. Good things always happen to me. Life is happening for me. I am enough always. I am at peace I am protected, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am always safe. Everything is always happening in my favor. I always figure things out. Would you rather your voice be telling you that? Would you rather your voice be saying, you can do this. You can do this. Go for it. I believe in you. Or do you want your voice saying, no, you can't. You're going to get hurt. You're going to fall down. That's not going to work. Things never work for you. Isn't it so empowering and so exciting that we can do certain things that completely change the voice and we can control that voice and we can give that voice rules and boundaries and literally put them in timeout if we need to? That is an empowering thought for me. That is an empowering conversation and I hope it is for you. So that's kind of where I'm going to leave this because my mind just kind of going and... I could just go on and on and on, but, you know, as an example, I I woke up and got out of my 
temporary guilt. And my son is being a lot better behaved these days. And he's listening to me and respects what I say. And our life around, like, just getting ready for bed, getting up in the morning, when or when you're not going to watch TV, when we're not going to do these things. Learning to be a single mom is difficult for sure. Our life is flowing much more smoothly and the thoughts inside of my head are never going to be perfect and there's always going to be things popping in but the awareness is there that I have control at any point in time to think something different and start the process of changing that voice into a voice that I love to hear and a voice that supports me. So I really hope this any of this was helpful. Sometimes I I went off on a few tangents here (laughs) and I think I got stuck on what people call a Karen or a Pam for like 10 minutes. It's dramatic, but um, I really hope that this helps you and please let me know if it does and if you have any questions. These are just my thoughts around it and they have really helped me and I think any perspective, if it's helpful, take it on. Who cares if it's right or it's wrong to anyone else? And if it helps you to give the little voice in your head a name or be dramatic and snap at it, whatever it is, this is a conversation between you and you and something that I really think could help transform your life, to be honest, because... If you believed in yourself and you had a silent voice inside of your head rooting for you and cheering you on and bringing you up at all times of the day, I can see so much unfolding, so much more unfolding for your life in a positive way. So that's what I got for y'all today. And that is my conversation about the voice in my head and the voice in yours so let's set some boundaries and at least become aware to hearing it and disconnecting it from you and who you are as a soul as a being as a person and start the process of the reprogramming into a little supportive cheerleader in the back of your head so I hope you guys have an incredible week, and if this is helpful, please share it on your socials, your text messages, to your friends, and I love you so much. If no one has told you that today, thank you for being here.